is going on everyone? Welcome to the Josh Robinson Show. I am Josh. Today I have a very special guest. The, I There's only... You probably see me and this guy interact on Twitter a lot. Usually, usually we're insulting one another. It's all out of love, but at the same time also, you know, kind of like, fuck off, you know? Uh, I do have the one and only Mags. Mags, the, the host of as many podcasts as I have, which is, I mean, at this stage, a lot. So, Mags, uh, we talked a little bit before, but how are you hanging in with all this shit? Get wrecked. <laughs> it's get absolutely wrecked. <laughs> if you're going to insult me, do it fucking properly. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's great to be on. I love speaking with Josh. Yeah, I agree. We, we give each other loads of shit on Twitter. Uh, but, yeah, I... I love this guy. I'm really supportive of all the, the stuff he does. But I'll get into that in the outro. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, I, like I said, uh, pre-recording, I've been practicing social distancing in for about 10 years because I, I dislike people in general. I think the people are just a bunch of dicks. Mm, so, yeah, this this for me is good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you've been preparing for so long. You're like, oh, finally, my time to shine. Yeah. Um, I can relate. I like sitting inside, just kind of, I like being around animals and not around, uh, people to be completely honest. So I agree, but yes, if you do see us on Twitter, we interact a lot and we're always, you know, throwing something at one another, but Mags is the only person that for 99% of the time I can say whatever I kind of want and know that he'll know, know that you know that it's a joke. So m- much respect and much love to you because this world can be, uh, a little sensitive and sometimes you've got to be a bit careful with what you say because some people don't have that kind of sense of humor which is what we're going to kind of talk about um throughout this episode and and kind of go into it and stuff like that but first off i want to talk to you about something that i want to pick your brain about because you talk to so many people on probably what my favorite show of yours is which is why we watch i love why we watch so oh, i love that show i just think it's a it's just so i don't mean this in a disrespectful way it's a very simple idea but it works really well and i just really yeah, like um, that to be fair all the uh well the the wrestling podcasts that i do are simple ideas and i think they're the ideas that work the best uh when you kind of uh kind of convolute ideas and you you have like all these different kind of uh twists and turns you can kind of get away from the the point of the show and i think just talking with wrestling fans is it's it's my baby. I absolutely love that show. Uh, yeah, and I'm so glad that other people are enjoying it. it that that kind of like makes makes me feel like I'm doing something good. Yeah, why we watch is like, you know, like as much as people don't want to admit it, it's very easy to talk about yourself because you're an expert on yourself. You no one else knows you like you. So when someone asks you to talk about yourself, it's like, oh well, okay, I've got knowledge in my own brain. You can just say what you will because it's you. So I just think it's a very, like you said, when you overcomplicate things sometimes, I'm not saying it always doesn't work, but for the most part, a simple idea like why we watch will work um, so much smoother in, in my opinion. But I've been on why we watch twice and uh, I, I love, it was still to this day with the amount of podcasts that I've done and, and guested on and, and whatever, it's still one of like the best experience that I've had just having a conversation just about wrestling, about life, whatever it may be with why we watch. So um, I, I just really like that show. So what I wanted to kind of pick your brain on 
with all the shows that you do, because you have like a <laughs> UFC podcast and you have Badlands, which is the Mount Rushmore podcast. You have Why We Watch. What else do you do? Is that three? Is it just three? There's more, isn't there? You have like five. Uh, no, I've I've did the three that I produce. Okay. Um, and then I'm now involved with uh, with one with Matt Willis and uh, Conrad Newton. Uh, that's that's uh, Conrad's uh, podcast, but right. um, it, it's kind of like a roundtable where we we come together um, monthly or sometimes fortnightly, just whenever there's some like some major wrestling news, and we just we we give our opinions and we kind of have a, a mourn and a bitch because it, it's it's kind of refreshing to be able to I, I, um, I'd say I'm relatively a positive person in wrestling Twitter um, and it's, it's just good to be able to have a bit of a mourn every now and again so yeah I'm involved with that but yeah my three podcasts where we watch uh, Badlands and um, Five Rounds yeah they're, they're, they're all kind of like passion projects but for all for for different reasons yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to really just zone out and, and do these shows. And when it comes to mm-hmm. producing content and, and and doing these, it all starts from a, a small idea and then it kind of just escalates. But I've always, even before I kind of first talked to you, I always thought, and I've told you this on many occasions, and I'll blow smoke, I don't give a fuck, um, <laughs> that I was like, oh, Mags is someone that's just got it together. You never give yourself credit. So I'm not going to allow you to not give yourself credit in here. You need to give yourself some credit because you're always like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like you do, you you have good stuff. And I've always looked kind of up and been like, yep, that's where I want to kind of aspire to be. And then be like three times, thousand times better because hello, it's me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But you are someone that I see like a lot of, there's elements of, I can see why you're doing something and I do kind of the same thing. And I just really respect that about you, but you do have good, you do have good content. When, it, when, when it comes to creating podcasts or content, whatever you want to call it, um, where does it all kind of begin with you? Are you very natural in the way that you approach podcasting? Because you don't seem like someone, again, this isn't a, a disrespectful thing to say, but you don't seem like someone that really, plans a hell of a lot in advance in the terms of like this is exactly what we're going to talk about you seem pretty free-flowing um uh yes and no uh, for, i'll go back to the beginning of uh of, of how i got into podcasting basically i've been listening to podcasts for years now it's uh with with how i work at home it's kind of just background noise if you will mm-hmm. um and i never really ever had the the kind of uh inclination to create my own podcast um and then i was invited by matt willis onto on to his show to do uh, a prediction contest for um I, I, can't, I think it may have even been a wrestlemania a couple of years ago and i got that bug you know like when you when you sat there recording and and you're talking about wrestling you're kind of nervous at first but once you settle into it and you really get into your stride and you think yeah this is something that, that I could really, really do. And then I was invited on another show, like I think it was like the week after, for a, a guy called Ray Cash. That was uh, The Outsider's Edge. And it, that was kind of like the solidification. Yeah, this is something that I could really get into. Um, so I did what most uh, fledgling podcasters do. I kind of put the feelers out there on onto social media and kind of got a bit of advice off people who, who created podcasts and... Uh, what kind of equipment to get, what kind of style I should have. Um, and I really like 
took that 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 advice uh, to heart and and kind of like formulated an, an idea. And then I was speaking in a in a Discord chat with a, a good friend of mine, uh, Mark Aaron, and he wanted to start a podcast. And we said, well, why don't we just start one together? And it kind of grew from there. It was like almost like a, a throwaway comment that uh, let's start a podcast. And yeah, it it really resonated with me. So we sat down and we we come up with the idea for why we watch. And yeah, it just really really. It's, it really spoke to me because I like listening to other people's opinions and listening to their views and their stories. Uh, it, it, I find it fascinating how we're all in exactly the same place as a wrestling fan, but we've all taken so many different routes to get to where we are. We've all had so many different experiences. So, yeah, I thought it was a, a really, really uh, good idea. Anyway, unfortunately, Mark had to, had to bail after a few weeks with uh, personal problems. So then it was just me left on my own. Um, and I go back and listen to those earlier episodes, and I almost sound robotic because it was like the nerves, and you have a set list of like questions that you ask your guests. And I kind of never deviated away from it because I didn't know what I was doing. It was it's so it's not something that that kind of came naturally to me. I think uh, I've learned more going over the time and I'm, and I'm now 60, 70 episodes in and I think it, it's a lot more free-flowing now. I've, I've, uh, I do the Wow We Still Watch episode as well. They're, they're kind of more like a, a free-form chat. Yeah, and I, I think I've, 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 I've grown as a podcaster uh, in terms of that. Um, and to get back to your original question about um, how I plan it, in in terms of the the content and the the subjects, especially with Badlands, we kind of like we have a, like a weeks um, to to research the topic. So that is kind of free flowing. But in terms of like booking guests and getting uh, episodes canned, no, I am I am anally retentive about it. I have guests booked six to eight weeks in advance i have i think i've got about six episodes in the can now uh especially with this coronavirus if people can't uh record at least i know i've got something to uh be able to put out uh yeah i, I speak to uh, uh, jpq and queen a lot and they record their episodes one day and it's released the next and no that it, it makes me it makes the hairs in my arms stand on end like i could not do that I've, that would make me come out in halves but so yeah I, it's kind of free-flowing in terms of the 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 idea of the content but uh, the actual setup and the logistics no i am very very retentive about it and it's it's way way planned in advance yeah, well, I'm. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I record reverb on the day it comes out. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm, mm. but I'm not. I'm not too far in advance. Like maybe a few days. Sometimes I'll record a couple of weeks in advance. But I've always, I've never been one to be too in front. Only because the stuff I talk about usually is pretty current. So I don't want yeah. it to be outdated. That's the only mm -hmm. reason I'm. I can see why you why you decide to be like, I want to record this and then release it so far, you know, away because you want to get episodes in the can. Because a lot of the stuff that you talk about, especially with why we watch and stuff, you can kind of, for the most part, do that because it's a journey. So you can kind of... Exactly. You can kind of talk about it and release it whenever. So I understand that. And I can, I can hear in the stuff, you know, when I listen to your shows, I can kind of be like from where where we've well, we've all been in that spot where we're just not as comfortable 
and we can you can kind of hear it in our voice. You go back and listen to my my earlier stuff; it's horrendous. And you're like, oh man, because I'm so like I've got to talk about this, and then I want to make sure that I'm I'm watching what I'm saying, and I'm I'm kind of you know trying to be a sentence ahead of myself. When now I'm just kind of like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just natural, and I think for me, and I think you could probably agree with this with in terms of you, is that. I'm not relying on almost what I'm saying anymore. I'm just relying on sound as corny, but being myself because I feel like that's kind of what shines through anyway. It's like the context is almost, you know, plan B in a weird way. It's like, you're just talking, you happen to be talking about wrestling, but it's the personality that kind of shines through on a, even on a podcast and it's, you're not seeing it, you're not visually seeing it. So you have to be a little bit more animated, of course, but I'm just kind of, I don't know. I've taken, you have taken to podcasting really well. And I feel like I'm getting in that zone now, especially I talked to you a couple of months back um, on why we still watch. And I have said, I've got a lot more confidence in myself. I can hear that with you as well. Like in spades, I'm like, yep, Mags, I can tell when Mags is nervous. And when Mags is like, no, I've got this. I'm kind of just (laughs) come second nature to a certain degree when you get used to it, but it does take time. For people out there that are maybe listening to this or just f- for anybody, um, what would you, what was the advice you give people when they're like, I want to start a podcast and then they're in that structured zone when they're in that nervous state? What is something that you could say to be like, just chill out and something? And what would be the advice you would give to someone starting out? Right. The, the, the first thing I, I, I would give advice to, and I did this with a BJ from Ozilution when he started his podcast, is, Sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and write down your ideas. And if your ideas take more than one or two sentences, cut that idea out Mm. because it is too complicated. Mm. And then the second one was sit there and record yourself talking. You don't particularly have to put that episode out or or that content out, but you need to get, get comfortable being able to talk into the void because one of the hardest things that, that I felt um, was, was to learn was being able to to talk to nobody, being able to talk out loud and, and still kind of make sense and still kind of have a conversation when there's nobody there to talk to. Um, I mean, luckily, I've, I have got guests on, on my show, uh, but there's always been times when I've had to sit there and talk and you need to have that confidence and like like you said you you have heard yourself from earlier and you realize that that you've you've picked up that confidence and you've kind of learned that that way of being able to just talk into the void and 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 still have have content there that is worth putting out so you need to really practice that and then this the the third one is what i've just said practice 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 uh, as much as you can, start talking, start recording your thoughts uh, when you have ideas. Um, just get everything down and, and then after that, just practice. And, and in terms of equipment, don't go out and spend an absolute fortune on it because the likelihood is you are not going to make money from this. This Don't ever think that this is going to be your job or your business. That can be a part dream. Don't, I'm not saying don't have the dreams of it being your job or your business, but don't look to this to be in your job or your business. Have fun with it. Don't don't make it a chore. Uh, don't spend an absolute fortune on your equipment. Uh, just just go and have fun because it's, it, it's, essentially that's what 
podcasting should be. It should be fun. If you're feeling like it's a chore, why are you doing it? Yeah, if it, it, I've always said that if it's no longer fun, then that's the moment I'll I'll stop <laughs> doing it because it's just it's we're not doing this because we're like oh you know we're not doing this for the the sake of like oh there's millions of people listening or we're making a ton of money off this that's not the reason we're doing this you shouldn't get into this of course you always want to expand I know I am always in the yeah. sense of like I want more people to be listening always of course but. At this stage, what I'm doing, it's like, it's because it's fun and it's because it's, it's just something I want to do. If it's ever, ever a time when I'm just like, I don't want to do this and I'm not enjoying this, then that's when I'll stop. Um, And I think that's the most important bit of advice I could give to anyone. If it's not, if you're just, yes, nerves and a little bit of like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yes, that's going to be there, of course. But if it's like an energy where you're like, this is not fun, this is stressful, then it's not for you. And it probably never will be if you're in that zone of this isn't fun at all. Um, It should be fun. I remember the first episode I did of Reverb and it was like so fun because, of course, as you always like to put on Twitter... Uh, I love to talk. <laughs> it comes pretty fucking natural to me um, to talk. So talking into a microphone, I was like, sign me up. More people can hear my voice. Yes, please. Of course, it was trash. The first episode of Reverb, which is somewhere on the internet, um, you it's just so bad. But you just get more, you're more comfortable with it. It still is very unnatural to talk into a microphone, especially when you're doing it on your own. Um, it's like, whoa. Whoa, whoa. But I think it's just finding that, that happy medium of nerves and being comfortable and fun. And, and there's there's so much to, that goes into it. But um, when you look back over all of the shows that you do and all of the episodes that you've created and all the people that you've met, um, it, it must be a pretty cool feeling that I don't know how much you can talk about this. I'm sure you can talk about it in some length, but you're going to be a part of Smart to Death Radio, which is like yes. huge. And it's like... I couldn't think of, there's many people I've talked to in, in the wrestling Twitter world or just Twitter world in general. There's not many people I could probably put on the same list of, of people that just deserve to be in that spot. You very much deserve it. And I, after, after heartily disagree, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Blow smoke. Just, let's just, just. Tap yourself on the back. It's, 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 it's not in me to do it. It's really not it's in not. me to do it. I do, I do this because I enjoy it. I don't think I'm anywhere near the quality of, of the podcasters that I listen to. I don't think I'm anywhere near your quality. And I'm certainly oh, not anywhere don't. near the quality of like Queen and, and Pope. These guys are so super talented. Uh, yeah, I've been... So, I just can't understand how lucky I've been. Uh, when I started uh, Why We Watch and uh, I took the idea to uh, the Visionaries Wrestling Network, they they signed it up without even hearing a single word of my voice, which is just absolutely amazing. Then they uh, allowed for, for five rounds, and then, obviously, you know the story with Badlands and, and the whole Brain Buster thing. Um, but, yeah, I can't, I can't put into words how lucky and honoured I am that, that people have, have kind of taken these podcasts and, and really, really enjoy them. I mean, Badlands, as you know, moved to, to Chairshot, which just blew my mind when bad, when uh, we were kind of looking around for a new home for Badlands and we got these amazing offers. And, yeah, just 
to come the the likes of Chairshot, which is which is huge in the podcasting uh, world, especially in, in the wrestling podcasting world, and then we're now moving to e wrestling news, which is. Uh, the third biggest wrestling uh, website in the world in terms of traffic. So there's the potential there for hundreds of thousands of people listening. And then uh, the the Smart to Death Radio thing, wow, it it absolutely blew me away. Uh, All the people who who were involved in that and then little old me from uh, the... I will blow smoke, everybody. I I don't care. I'll hype this man up. He very much deserves it. There's a reason he has so much stuff like e-wrestling news and chair shot and now smart to death radio is because you are good at what you do. So I'm not going to hear anything else, um, but you very much do deserve it. And you're in good company. I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty impressive lineup of people. Um, But let's just, before we'll talk, we'll talk about smart to death radio again in a minute, but I do, we've had conversations about this many times through DMS and we have, a couple of times on podcast, but I want to talk to you about your time that we really became familiar where we really got to know each other was of course the former brain buster radio. It's where I gained so much more confidence and, um, and I'm sure you did and, and all the others and where we kind of all became, we, we stopped being internet friends and started, I consider you guys all real friends. You all, you know a lot about me and, um, when Brainbuster started, I think this was the mindset of all of us, but we all just wanted to like be the best we can be and we all wanted to make this fun and we knew we had a good group of people. When you first got offered Brainbuster Radio and then coming into the beginning of it, did you think did you think A that it was gonna last a lot longer than it did? Um and B, did you know we had something pretty cool? I think once we once once we saw the the Brainbuster uh, Twitter handle kind of blow up and and gain like hundreds of uh, followers in in like a matter of days, I thought this could go somewhere. This could be very very interesting to me. And for all his um, his faults and for all the the kind of drama that he caused, Wolf did have a a good man for kind of promoting. Uh, the podcast we was we were out on YouTube, which is something that I would have never really thought about. Uh, he pimped every show out uh, as much as as he could, and and we were getting some top notch uh, top notch uh, content out. And yeah, it, it it was special. And um, I think Foul put it the best uh, when he did kind of like a a breakdown of of how Brainbuster went uh, after it closed down. We was on we were on the the kind of tip of everybody's tongue. We were like the 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 cool kids of of the wrestling uh, Twitter slash podcast world, and it was it was it was good to have that feeling that people were interested in in what you had to say and the content that that you were putting out. And unfortunately, it, the the good stuff died young, and we we did fly way too close to the sun, and um and we we got our wings burnt, but. Looking back on it now, like what six to seven months after the fact, it's it, we're all in a better place because of what happened with Brainbuster. Yeah. You're obviously doing amazing work with your with uh, 
with the network and I'm so, so proud of you. Uh, you've got that headlock talk, um, Conrad over uh, Everything Pro Wrestling and, and the Queen and Pup Connection all doing amazing things. And then you've even got people like Luke who who was really badly burned by what happened and now... I mean, Luke is it, just... He's killing it. He's I, I get so it. like, I see his stuff and I'm just like, he is such a, just a good person. I've had many <laughs> conversations with Luke and I'm just like, that is like, it couldn't happen to a nicer person to see so much great success that he's getting with the football manager stuff and shout out to him. Big congratulations to Luke, of course. I um, just had a little one. So um, I'm just, when I see stuff from him, I'm just like, you know, cause w- we don't really interact. Well, we interact on Twitter, but we don't really get to speak to Luke on a daily basis like we used to. But just to see him off doing his own thing is just like, you go, dude. Like, you just go and kill it because he is. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, he was the one who was burnt the most. He he not only lost his podcast because of what happened, he lost the kind of love of our wrestling mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but he also went out and, and went to bat for Wilf. Um and kind of lost a lot of uh, that goodwill in the wrestling community. And now, luckily, he's, he's been able to claw that back. But, yeah, it's, I think as bad as Brain Buster ended, we all benefited from being a part of that, from learning from each other, from having that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, 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 was, it, was a, it was a pathway. It's all led us to bigger and better things. So I can't really be that downhearted about it would have liked it to survive absolutely i think we were part of something absolutely special but in terms of our group nothing's really changed we in, in fact i'd say we're kind of tighter now than yeah. we were back then yeah i agree i i it's weird to say this but i don't think i would change what happened mm-hmm. um maybe some of the few little details here and there but uh, the outskirts of things i wouldn't really change the kind of trajectory or the timelines of things just because it led us to where we are now like we're all yeah. doing our own thing we're all doing we're all doing pretty well in the in the terms of what we create and i mean i've just you know when i first got asked to be a part of brain buster i was really surprised and i was like Whoa. and i didn't have that confidence of i was just like i don't fit in here i don't belong here i'm a lot i was just like i'm much newer for the most part other than like queen and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't feel like I'm naturally fitting here. I just don't see it. And then I look back on it now and I'm like, yes, this is going to, this going to, no matter how confidence comes across, it's always going to come across cocky in some sense, but I don't mean it this way, but I did belong and, and you did belong and we all had our own place. We all were there for a reason. And yes, Wilf did have his own stuff and, whatever and i'm not going to get into that because i'd rather not but he did have an eye and it were an ear for people that were were talented at what they there was a reason why he picked us and he was very good at at judging that for certain sometimes and i think he did well with the collective of people that he had um just it ended and it just it was that fast when it ended anyway. So I was just like, cool. All right, yeah. on to the next. I mean, I've spoke about it uh, before, but I was actually in the middle of recording yeah. um, a, a lot of uh, uh, content for, for Badlands and then came out and 
Brain Buster was was dead and buried. It was just kind of like, amazing. oh, wicked. Yeah. Um, but fun fact, and I don't think I've ever shared this with anyone, um, and I don't know who who Wolf shared it with. But when uh, when Wolf was coming up with the idea for for Brain Buster, um, way before it, it was even a thing, uh, we were speaking in the DMs, um, and we were coming up with the idea of of, uh, of Badlands. And I, I said to him, what about the idea of a, of a Mount Rushmore show? And he was like, yeah, you, it, that's a, a cool idea. No one's really focused on it before. And he actually rejected it at first. He, um, he, he came back to me about a week or so later on um, and said, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think it's going to be, be uh, kind of the right fit. So, yeah, it, it may have never, ever happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he came back to me a few days after and he went, after thinking about it, yeah, I still think it's a, a good idea. Uh, I think he'd said that he got you involved and Queen, and we need we needed like, something kind of different. And I think Badlands is different in it in is. the way that it's it's you get review shows and interview shows uh, and stuff like that, and they're all quality podcasts. I don't get me wrong, but there's so many of them out there yep. that it's kind of hard to uh, kind of put yourself above everyone whereas with badlands i don't know of any other podcast that that does that kind of thing and and the structure of uh, badlands is is very different to say reverb or queen's court or or whatever it's the structure of it is um it's just lack of a better term it's just different you know i mean Mm. that in a great way but it's just very different especially with that group of shows that that we had, that we were a part of with Brain Buster. So, um, yeah, it's just different. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, it, it may never have actually been a thing if uh, if Wolf uh, would have stuck, that, yeah. stuck to the guns. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's certainly been really. It's been interesting since you know we're what a, we're pretty much a year. Um, a year to nearly the day, a couple of weeks out of actually Brain Buster first, you know, launching. Of course, yeah. we knew about Brain Buster maybe a month or two before. I can't really remember the timeline that well, but um, we were certainly in the mix of things at this time last year of like, we're gearing up to um, start this and launch this. And we're all like, we didn't really know what to expect because it could have just been a giant flop and we've been like, cool, whatever, we'll just go on and continue on with our business. But it wasn't. It was pretty damn successful. It was certainly the the most exposure I had at podcasting at that stage ever. I I've never, I've never experienced, I was only podcasting for not even a year at that point. So, um, I was like, well, this is kind of crazy. And you do notice you're like, well, more people are interacting with me. I have more people going, Hey, I listen to your show. And not to say that it's increased or anything since then, but it certainly, I've certainly, I feel, I don't know about you, Max. I feel I've retained, those people or retain that audience since brain buster ended if not if not maybe expanded but i feel like i've at least retained it um for me i'm i'm almost positive that i've expanded man obviously obviously i've gone from um brain buster to uh, a huge network in in uh chair shot um but I'm, I've never been a figures guy. Uh, even when Wilf gave out like the, the the weekly breakdown of who was listening to, I never checked on it because that's that's not what I'm I'm about. I mean, fair play to everybody who wants to know that 
their, their analytics. I understand it. People do want to grow and they do want to thrive and they do want to, to know that, that people are listening and enjoying the content. I understand that. But for me, it was always about the Twitter interaction. If uh, one or two people said on Twitter, oh, wow, that's an amazing show. Uh, I really dig that. Um, or maybe you could do this better. That that was the kind of validation that, that I got from it. And I've, I've noticed that since leaving uh, Brain Buster and then going to Chair Shot, I'm getting a hell of a lot more of that kind of interaction and uh, that kind of like feedback from Twitter. So... Even now with Chairshot, I couldn't tell you the the amount of listeners that I get. I just know that I get a lot more interaction with with the with people on Twitter about the show. So that to me shows that that more people must be listening because they they kind of like giving me that feedback. Yeah, it's um, it's so it's so weird where where I feel Mags. I don't know if you sense this, but um, I think the reason we can be so uh, <laughs> fun on Twitter and have a bit of a sense of humor is because I feel like we are very similar. Um, I feel like we are very similar people in the sense of the way we think and the way we operate mm-hmm. and the way we, our sense of, our sense of humor is very similar as well. But it's so, it's so funny to me is that when it comes to stuff like I am the opposite, I like to know my downloads. I like to know what people are listening to, what people are liking. I'm the same with Twitter interaction. It, it's funny how, how, um, how different it feels just from a retweet and then a quote tweet or a comment. And it's like, Oh, someone's actually caring to say what they think about my show, whether it's criticism, criticism or whether it's good or whatever it may be. I'm here for it all. I, I like to, I'm always improving, but it is, it is, it's, it's the differences in, in um how we are, I guess. I, I like to know, I, I think it's a little bit more now that I have this, network stuff and i'm like i want to know what people are liking what people are yeah are not because i want to know what to put on because i've always been i've never been shy about saying this i say this i feel like i say this every week on my shows but it's just because i'm not afraid of saying this i always want to continue to expand i want to get bigger and i want to be as big as it can be of course it's it's i'm a dreamer not a realist i'm very much in the sense of if this could be my job i wish it i, I would sign on the yeah. dotted line but I understand that's probably not realistic, but I just, I, I live for that. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. I want to talk about something else. I want to touch up something else. I'm always, you know how I am. I'm always constantly trying ideas, constantly trying new things, seeing what sticks, seeing what doesn't, because I'm not really afraid to fall on my face, but I'm also just the one to kind of get back up and go on to the next idea. That isn't working. No one's really paying attention to that. I'll go and try something else. Um, You're pretty... You're pretty good with that kind of stuff. You're, you 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 like to try different things here and there. I can tell with the way you do your podcast. <laughs> but um, what do you say to? It's like when I say stuff like that to you, um, and in point of view of your mind, how do you kind of process that for you? If if you could sign on the dotted line and be like, this could be my job, would you want that? Is that something that you ever aspire to do? Um, no, that's fair. Um, the, the, would it be amazing to, to be paid to be a podcaster? Um, yeah, I, I dare say that it would, but for me, this doing this is a release of pressure. It's, it's fun. Whereas if it became kind of like the, the, the way that I earn my, my bread and butter, I think it would actually add to that kind of pressure. Um, it's just not something that I, 
I'd, I think I'd be able to cope with mentally if I knew that I had to put out quality content because it's affecting my bottom line. It's affecting whether I can put food on the table or whether I can pay my bills. I think that kind of pressure would make it not fun for me anymore. Um, I like to do this because I've had a hard day or uh, I'm stressed in in my normal life and I can come on to uh, the laptop chat with Paul for uh, an hour or so, chat with a guest and you kind of like forget what's going on and you can have a bit of a, a laugh. I can give Paul a lot of abuse. He can uh, he can fluff the outro and I can I can have a giggle at that and it's kind of like a release. Whereas I think if if I was if it was my main source of income I think I'd be more like, again anally retentive about how good the co- the content is and yeah. that's not that's not going to earn enough money and stuff like that uh, but on on the flip side for I can totally see why someone would want to do it as a full-time job because some of the best jobs in the world are where you're enjoying what you're yep. doing, where you where you're doing something that you love, and that's earning your money. And I, I totally get that kind of viewpoint. And guys like you and and Queen and Foul, you guys could do it. I could totally see you guys being full time podcasters and, and and making a very very decent living because you've got that kind of energy and passion for it. Uh, for, but for me, I think. it's kind of like it would take away the release and it would just become a pressure almost. Yeah, it's like um, I totally get that. I I understand that completely. I can see why someone wouldn't, why someone would, um, because it does take, you know, a lot of people think podcasting is like super simple and I will admit it, I thought it was before I started doing it and then started doing it. I'm like, this is a lot harder than, yes, it's fun and it's relaxing like when you get your groove in it and stuff like that. But it can be days where you're like, oh man, I'm sitting here doing this. And it's not, it's sometimes you're like, oh, I got to f- feel air. Like, you know, it's again, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy for me to talk and <laughs> stuff like that. But feeling air is, is, you don't want silence. You never want silence in a podcast. If you're like stopping and then, you know, getting your thoughts together five seconds later, that's a lot, that may as well be hours in between those, in those sentences. And I'm sure you did it. I did it when I started a lot. I would take like a lot of breaks and I'd do a lot of um, 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 and just be like, fuck, like that's, I go back and if I've ever listened to my old stuff, I'm like cringing. I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop doing that. Cause you just learn habits and you're like, I know how to like take that away from myself now. So it isn't easy by any stretch of the word, I don't think, um, but that's just me personally. Um, we keep talking about, especially we're in a pretty weird time in the world at the moment, um, just with all of the stuff that's going on, and a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home, and to have podcasts, or for my instance, I'm doing gaming stuff and whatever else I'm doing, it's a blessing in disguise to have this kind of stuff, isn't it? Because you mm-hmm. have something to do, because we are... All jokes aside, we do go outside of our homes, and I'm sure you do as well, Max. I mean, you might not. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the sun in ten years, but for me personally, I have. But uh, it's it's kind of like we're stuck inside, so let's pump out content because it's it's like we've got we've what else can we really do? Yeah, um, I mean, for me. Like I said, I'm I'm already planned in advance anyway. So way before this Corona like news hit, I already had episodes in the can. So if I recorded uh, a lot more, I'd end up with maybe 
three to four months of backlog. Uh, so I'm kind of like holding off a little bit with that. Uh, but what I am doing is I'm 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 available for more people to to have a guest on if they ever wanted to speak to a, a moron from the north of England. Um, Why would they yuck? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I think uh, this this uh, Spark to Death Radio project has has landed at the right time because um, now and I'm giving you a little bit of a. A little bit of a... A scoop? Like a, a scoop, yeah. Um, we're doing a, a kind of a reveal episode with the whole team uh, sometime this weekend, I think. Uh, but my plan uh, for for one of the days that I'll be releasing content is to... to re-release a lot of the Badlands episodes. Uh, oh, yeah. As you'll know, uh, the one when the Brainbuster feed went... A lot of those episodes went down the pan, yeah. uh, but luckily I'm quite again. I keep going back to it, but I'm quite anal and retentive, so I've kept all the the episodes. I've got them all stored. I've got all the breakdowns of of each segment stored, uh, so they'll be uh, getting uploaded to the Smart Today feed. Uh, so I've got I've got the project of like cutting out the the Brainbuster intro and outro of everyone, and then like uh, re-rendering the. The episode, so I have got something to occupy my time whilst That's we're uh, whilst we're on lockdown. Uh, but yeah, um, I just I'm taking it day day to day with it. I think, um, well, I hope that we'll we'll as a as a race kind of quickly get over this and 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 and, and move on and get back to like a some sort of sense of normality. But yeah, podcasting is helping to fill that void. Yeah, and I I completely agree with you in in that. Just I think we will get past it. It doesn't really seem like there's an end in sight right now, but I, I know we will as a society get past it. Just gonna take some complying and 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 whatnot. But something that you know I said we're gonna talk about this, and we keep going back to the way we are on Twitter. There's a reason that we are like that. With that, it's important to have a sense of humor. I think in the world, I think it makes mm-hmm. us all kind of, I couldn't imagine not having the sense of humor that I do. Well, what a boring human being I would be. But I just think it's important because we live in the year 2020 where, listen, you're like 75 years old. So you're way older than Fuck me. Fuck yourself. <laughs> um, you, you and me. It, Rude. You, <laughs> you've seen much more of the world than I have. I'm just like seven years old. Um, but <laughs> you and me know that in 2020, while I love the world and I love that we are reacting as a society and being like, you can't say this, you can't say that. Yes, that's a great thing. But I think the world is a, is a little too sensitive, I think, mm-hmm. because sometimes even I'm like, I can think of something, I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I'm like, I should not write that. I, I can't write that because I'm scared of being like, you're always going to offend someone. And then someone's going to be like, you're a bad person. And it's like, whoa. I don't want to be coined as that. And it's like, sometimes I have to reel myself back, which is, which in a sense is fine. But what do you think about that? You know, the way we are, not that we're saying anything offensive, but do you think the world is way too easily offended with things? Cause I'm sure you've had times where you're like, Oh, I can't say that. Or I can't say that. Cause this person won't like that or whatever. The, um, yeah, I agree. The world is way too sensitive. And the, the person I am on on Twitter, whilst it's not a character, it's definitely uh, kind of um, 
a diluted version of, of how I am in real life. Uh, if you ever get the the honour of speaking with Mrs. Mags, she will tell you I have no filter, not one oh, inch of either. a filter. And sometimes I, I, I always kind of try and make light of stuff because I, I don't want to get bogged down in, in kind of like depression. I've had, I've had a lot of times where I've, I've been to some very, very dark places and the way I kind of got my way out of that is, is by um, being funny and, and making light of some stuff that, that most people probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I have got a foul mouth. I, I swear a lot. Um, a name call, but it, it's all just to kind of like break the tension. I, I very much new to what I say on Twitter. Oh, me um, too. And the, the only person who, who gets even kind of an inkling of that is is you. Well, you and probably Paul. Um, I'm the same. And from, from, from when we first ever interacted, um, going back to the, the round table that we did with, with Wilf, mm. I knew from then... That, that we clicked as a, as as friends. We had the same kind of sense of humour. We had the the same kind of mentality. And then when uh, we spoke on on why we watch, I knew that you would the, be the kind of person who I I could definitely like vibe off, and who I could definitely kind of have that that banter. And it, it, whilst it took a while to get there, I think now me and you have so much comic relief, even when we both in like moods where where we're kind of doubting ourselves and we're and we're really really downhearted it only takes one witty comment from the other one yep. and and <laughs> it, it makes me smile some of the stuff that you do is just absolutely makes me just giggle you did an episode recently with dits uh, <laughs> and you said you said um Go on, take his take his idea of Badlands and make it better because fuck mags and yeah, I was just I was creasing, absolutely creasing. So I instantly got onto Twitter and fired back saying, um, yeah, this is the moment I stopped listening to Dits and, and, and Mags and um yeah, it was just I love that that banter that we have and it it's it, it comes across to, to like an outsider. They Jesus must think Christ, we then. hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, they they give each other some shit. Why wow, they're still even following each other? But yeah, there's there's there underneath that is a massive, massive lot of love yeah. and, and respect. I I'm, I could not be any prouder of you. I think um, the the from speaking to you so many so long uh, ago, well over a year ago now, and to see where you are now, yeah, I'm 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 ever ever so proud of you. I'm proud of all the the former Brainbuster team, but I think you especially the fact that you've took these steps to to make a network and the amount of content you put out, but it's all good quality and diverse content. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm I'm so proud of you, Josh. Oh, look at you. Um, I, of course, the standard reaction from people would be thank you, but for me, it's I fucking know because I'm me <laughs> and I'm the best. No, um, thank you, I do. You know that I do appreciate what you're saying. And, um, you know, even when you're walking around on your walker, which you'll probably be doing in, what, a couple years? It's a couple years away, yeah. Um, I don't even think it's that long. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just be like fucking these kids on my fence. Like you'll be like waving your finger at like the neighbors because they have their music up slightly too loud or something like that. Um, that's that sounds about right for you know your age group. We, we won't we won't go into that too much further. I, uh, I I've <laughs> actually said to the missus I I might look at getting a stair lift very soon. <laughs> well, fucking same <laughs> because what a what a fucking way that would be to just be like yes, yeah, see you. I'm not why walk. Exactly. Exactly. And we've got a, a grandchild now in, in in the house, and we've yeah. we've got we've got uh, safety gates around, and they're fucking annoying as well, because you have to open the gate oh. to go into a room and then close the oh, gate behind you. Yeah, aren't kids like, like little shits? Ugh, yeah, kids are the worst. <laughs> you know, don't get me started on kids. You and know, in, I ain't in a fact, going back, <laughs> going back to going back to coronavirus, that's actually one of the worst things about this for me is uh. And we we have uh, I've got two grandchildren, uh, one that lives here with us, uh, and then one who who, who uh, lives a, a little bit into town. And not being able to see the one that yeah. that lives in town is it's a little bit horrible. Uh, but luckily, even an old man like me can can work Skype, can work uh, Facebook Messenger and stuff like that. So. We they, we still get that kind of interaction, but yeah, that's that must that's that would be hard. That would be yeah, very it hard. It's 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 like it even even for me, like I'm staying away from certain family members and I'm being like, I don't really want to go out and see friends at this point because you mm-hmm. are meant to be social distancing and kind of staying in your homes and trying to minim- minimize the amount of visitors you have. And it's yeah. um very different. Uh, obviously, we've never experienced anything like this in our lifetime. So it's like very, it's very hard to just completely 180 be like, oh, this is what we have to do now. Yes, okay, some people are like, yeah, well, I just kind of do this and, and whatever. But when you're told, like, you cannot go do this, it's like, that's when you want to do it. You're like, oh, I want to go to the pub. I want to go do this. And it's like, yeah. you cannot do that at the moment. It's, um, it's, it is, it's a wild time. And something else that I know you like and I like and it occupies a, part of, a lot of my time when I'm at home is playing video games. I love a good video yes, game. Yes, I do. I, I can just zone yes, out and you're like, oh, I've been playing that for two or three hours. And you're like, there goes all that time, especially in a time like this when you have no reason not to be home. So another thing that I like to do is play a lot of video games. I know you love Red Dead. I love Red Dead. GTA, all those open world games. And, and they're like my favorite things in, in games in general is that open world kind of feel. Um and I have you on PlayStation. I can see what you're playing every now and again. It's usually Red De- <laughs> it's usually Red Dead Two. You're always yeah, playing Red it's, Dead. It's either recently it's been either Red Dead Two or Sniper Elite Four. Uh, I've seen that too. Yep. Where you can shoot people in the in the testicles. Mm, I love it. Uh, <laughs> love. Oh, I was going to say I love shooting people in the testicles. So that comes out really fucking weird, but. You know what? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I pass a lot of my time with playing video games. I can kind of get lost in a world of a, of of games. When you're in this situation that we're in now, um, have you noticed you're playing more video games or is it just business yeah. as usual? <laughs> yeah, so much more. Yeah. So much more. I think I'm, I'm on a Red Dead Online. I'm at rank 310 now. Jesus Christ, uh, Mags. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've, I've, you, you obviously, I'm, I'm assuming you played uh, Red Dead Online. Uh, very briefly. I'm more of a GTA Online person, personally. Oh, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a, in a minute. But on, on Red Dead Online, there's kind of two uh, um, two sets of uh 
money in the in the game. There's yeah. there's actual dollars, and then there's the gold bars. Um, I think I've got about one thousand five hundred gold bars, and absolutely nothing to spend it on because I bought everything in the game. And I think I've got about and I've got about thirty thousand uh, of the dollars. Uh, which you'll know the missions you get like about three or four dollars per Holy mission. Crap. So, Holy yeah, God. That's it's a lot of time. <laughs> and then if we're talking uh, GTA, now I haven't played GTA in a, a good cup. I have not played any of this uh, this latest uh, uh, Casino Heist uh, DLC. Um, but when I left GTA last, I think I was on level about eight hundred. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> And I had about three hundred million of uh, GTA dollars. Oh my god! Um, I've got every every car you can get. All my garages are full with like supercars and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, once I get into a game, I hit that game hard. Uh, for for GTA, it, the the reason I've, I've I've got so much is because there's a there's like a glitch where you can get a solo lobby. Uh, because I'm not uh, the the best social player, I'm quite competitive. So if I can get, I get on a game on my own, that's that's all the better for me. But yeah, I haven't played that for a while. But yeah, I might start getting back into it if uh, this coronavirus uh, thing keeps me locked down for a while. Oh well, when you get back into it, I'm gonna come fucking run you the fuck over. It's gonna be the, my greatest life moment. I think. I, I'm. I'm You'll struggle because I I use the flying back all the time. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> um, well, it's been it has been really fun to chat with you. To be completely honest, as much as that makes me want to throw up saying that. Rude, but, so rude. I'm never coming yeah. on this show ever, ever again. Good because you're not ever fucking invited again. I lost a bet and I had to have you on. That's why I'm here. Until you're struggling for content, people like, always oh. come back. I think that I think that's how it's worked with with Sparkle. If I just I just pestered and pestered and pestered. You've been like that kid like, at their door that just keeps knocking, and they're like, "Go away!" And you're like, "No, please let me in. I'm cold." Yeah, I'm I'm the Ralph Wiggum of of, of wrestling podcast. People just feel sorry for me and, and just invite me on. <laughs> I'm. What's that one where he ch- chuckles? I'm in danger. Um, yeah, on the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> me failing? That's impossible. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, it has been nice to chat with you and I'll give you this next hour and a half to, uh, plug yourself with all the shows that you do and what's coming up for you with Smart to Death Radio. So floor is yours. Thank you very much. And I appreciate the, the opportunity to come and, uh, sit and speak with you for an hour or so. I, I really do, for as much shit as we give each other, I really do, uh, think the world of you and you are amazing. Um, you can find my shows on, uh, the Visionaries Wrestling Network. I have Why We Watch, where I speak to, uh, wrestling, uh, content creators and, and just fans of wrestling about how they got into enjoying this, uh, wacky sport of people pretending to fight in their underpants um then i have a on the same network a, a ufc podcast called five rounds that's a that's a, a a passion project with me and my son carlos carlos is a very very deep into mma he's a, is the current british hardcore um freestyle champion uh hopefully we're going to the world if they if they don't get postponed later in the year and uh yeah he, he's got such a bright future in in mma and on that show we uh we go over UFC uh, events and, and kind of give our thoughts and opinions on it. Uh, and then 
the, the big show, uh, the show that's kind of taken everybody's um, heart, well, hearts and minds, I suppose, is uh, Badlands. Badlands obviously started at, at Brainbuster, but has now moved to Cheshire and 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 now is currently on uh, E Wrestling News as well. And that's also going to be going on to Smart to Death Radio. Um, I think we start. We're looking at a start date of the first of the first of April, and I think that's going to be the first show that's on the on on that date. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time. Badlands is a kind of a it, it's a a quick um, a guest based show where we we'll uh, discuss the Mount Rushmore's of wrestling there, but not just the the standard one of the greatest wrestlers. But each week we'll have a a different topic, and we've even kind of been branching out into doing. Um, uh, almost drafts now where we'll uh, we'll uh, come up with a, a top 10 of, of a certain topic so yeah it, uh, usually uh, that'll be with me and my tag team partner and podcast wife Paul Tolly but unfortunately coronavirus has, has struck with him and um, he's uh, with being a single parent he's, he's kind of got work to, to deal with and then homeschooling his daughter and, and as fun as podcasting is it's 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 not uh it's not a priority, so he's uh, obviously like um, stepped away for a few weeks. Uh, we were we were actually discussing um, over over text messenger. He was looking at maybe um, me thinking of, of replacing him um, just in the temp in just in the temporary, and, and it's absolutely not anything that will ever cross my mind. That is man and Paul's show and it will be man and Paul's show till the day it finishes. Um I'm happy to to fly solo on it until he's in a position where he's ready to come back. Uh but yeah, there'll be no there'll be definitely no replacing Paul. I don't think I could abuse someone as much as I abuse Paul and kinda of get away with it. Um so yeah you can find that on um on the chair shop uh network. You can find that on E Wrestling News and very, very soon you'll be able to find it on uh on Smart to Death Radio. I'm, God, I'm so excited about that project. You don't even understand how excited I am about it. It's going to be so, so fun. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for everybody on there, and I'm just happy to see you guys all thriving and doing bigger and better things. And it's just like, whoa, just congratulations to you all. And I'm sure I'll chat with uh, Queen and JPQ before all of that goes down, but I'm just I'm just very excited for you all, and you all deserve it, and I'm just... I'm ready to hear it, ready to listen, ready to be a fan and just and be happy listening to all of that. So make sure everybody go and check out all of Mags' shows and make sure you follow him on Twitter. Where can we find you on Twitter if anyone's not following you at this stage? Uh, you can find me at Josh Robinson double zero. Mm. Uh, come and give me a lot of shit. Abuse yeah. me over there. <laughs> yeah, no, please. you can find me. <laughs> you can find me at DAJ Kirby. I, I really should change it to something more wrestling oriented because it's. Be, it, what it about re- if at, a, at Mags is a bitch? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's available as well. Would be. No, you can fo- you can follow me on Twitter at, at DAJ Kirkby. Um yeah. Come and give me some grief. I I, I love that having um, banter and, and kind of debates on wrestling. So yeah, come and give me a follow. Come and check me out. Yeah, make sure you go and follow him. Go and check out all of his stuff. You can of course follow me 
on Twitter at Josh Robinson Double Zero. You can find all of the stuff you need to find for the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network. You can listen to Brothers by Law tomorrow here on the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network and all of the other great shows that I do, as well as all the Josh plays, everything else like that. Until next week here on the Josh Robinson Show, I'll see you on the next one. Goodbye, everyone. Oh.